Welcome back to Off the Edge. My name's Jay Beasley, and on today's show, let's all take a breath, actually. I'm going too quick. Let's take a breath. Where are we? I want you to imagine it. Oh, my gosh. Ow! Pigs. Yeah, that's right. It's week one of college football. We're back in the stadiums. I know you're excited, Aggie fans. I know you're excited, Sooner fans. And everywhere in between, yes, everywhere in between of OU and Texas A&M is like Oklahoma State. So I know you guys are excited. But I'm excited to get this season underway. I, I mean, I don't even know how, like, the amount of joy inside of me right now. It's uh, It's hard to contain because for some people, it means their awful gambling addictions come back up. For others, it means you don't have to deal with your girlfriend or wife for five hours of the day, maybe longer if you're watching some other games. you know. And for other people, it's just a good family outing, watching the team, having some fun, drinking a couple drinks under the sun. I rhymed right there. You're welcome. But it, this means a lot. This means a lot. Football's back. We're back. America's back. That's right. Everywhere on ESPN, what am I going to see? One-hand catches. Oh, defensive lineman. Absolute monster sack. And that's the best part about it. So, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll talk top 25. We'll talk a couple matchups. We'll save that more for Thursday on the matchups. And we'll talk a little bit of preseason gambling money that I might or might not have put down. So with all that said, let's get this thing rolling. <laughs> Many of you know that you, my friends, can put a little bit of money down before the season even starts because Vegas comes out with those lines quick, fast, and in a hurry in the middle of the summer. Now, <laughs> if my mom and dad are listening to this, just because I put some college football bets down in July does not make me addicted to gambling. And if you are addicted to gambling, call the gambling hotline. Hopefully I will not be calling that anytime soon. I've been told by many people to get into stocks instead of sports gambling. It's more reliable. I, <laughs> absolutely not. The most reliable thing that I can do is sports gamble because I actually understand what's going on there, especially when it comes to some college football. So let's talk college football preseason bets that I've made. And we'll start off with, uh, let's start off with Clemson. I think they'll go under 10.5 wins. I don't think their schedule is hard enough. I think Davo's got a great team. I don't think they have the talent that they've had in the past. I don't think the quarterback spot is as powerful as, it, as it's been. And I think that's a huge key, absolutely huge key, to if you're going to perform well in the season. So no hate on Clemson. I just think you're going under 10.5 wins. You're still going to a bowl. Come on, be a little happy as Clemson fans. But I think that's an easy bet. It was at minus 115 when I put money on it. And that was in July, so that's where I have them right now. And then my next bet is over 9.5 wins for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Not a Notre Dame fan, but my boss might have said something about that line. I might have been interested in that. And I said, hey, you know what, I'm going to put some money on it. Looked at the schedule. I said, hmm, Notre Dame plays no one because they plan the easiest schedule in the NCAA because they're not in a conference. And lo and behold, they have the easiest schedule I've ever seen in my life. And they're going to win over 10.5 games in my mind. It was a plus 135 when I saw it. I think it's a great bet, especially for a team that's in the top five. I think it's too easy not to take. Uh, and I know that might sound contradictory to what I said about Clemson because they're number four, but I'm standing beside that Notre Dame regular season wins over 9.5. And, 
and the easiest bet you'll ever make in your life. You want to bang for your buck? You better hop on this quick because I don't know what on earth Vegas is doing. But I have the Arkansas Razorbacks at over seven and a half wins. And I want to go into this. Is at plus 130 when I bet it early July. Let's talk about the lines. Uh, or not even the lines. Let's just talk about the games. All right, September 3rd, Arkansas playing Cincinnati. What did Cincinnati struggle against? Cincinnati could not stop. Could not stop for the love of them. They couldn't stop the run against Alabama. They couldn't. And Alabama had a great passing game, but they could not stop the run. Why? The SEC and running backs and their O-lines are built completely different. It just means more in the SEC, right? So they're going to run it down your throat and remind you, it's a little bit more here. And that's what Arkansas is pretty dang good at. I'm pretty sure they led the country in rushing yards last year. K.J. Jefferson rushed for over 660 yards. That's a quarterback rushing for that, by the way. And I think you're going to see Rocket Sanders bust out as an absolute all-star player. It's a no-brainer. I think they run over. Mm, I won't say run over. I, mm, it just depends. Let's say it depends on how Cincinnati wants to come out of that game. Because Cincinnati is a solid team. They're returning all their O-linemen. Great. That's awesome. Here's where they're going to struggle. <laughs> they don't have DBs. And I, I know you're looking at me like, Jay, you just said, my guy, that Arkansas is going to run the ball. I, I stand by that. Arkansas is going to run the ball. But I'm also pretty confident Arkansas's receiver core. It's an area with the most questions. But replacing Traylon Burks with an entire receiving core I think will prove to be very helpful if K.J. Jefferson has learned how to read the field fully. No more go routes and post routes. No, we're moving into I could throw those go routes and post routes, but I can also throw a couple of crossers. I can throw a couple of slants, a little hitchbacks. If he can read those and not put it in defenders' hands, I think it's a no-brainer they beat Cincinnati. Going to South Carolina, South Carolina, Beamer ball, love Coach Beamer. I think South Carolina fans get a little in over their heads every season. Give your coach a couple of years to get himself settled. And honestly, I think South Carolina is coming to take the throne of South Carolina from Clemson. So you got that going for you, South Carolina. I think the SEC is just building more and more, and South Carolina is proving themselves. I don't think they beat Arkansas this year, but give it a couple years, and South Carolina will be a pretty good little football team. So, two W's already. Missouri State, Bobby Petrino, good old friend of the Arkansas Razorbacks. No big motorcycle or moped accidents coming from good old Bobby, right? Well, you'll catch me in the stands for that game with a neck brace on, and if you're an Arkansas athletic director or anyone like that, you didn't hear me say that, and you're not going to stop me from wearing that neck brace in there because my neck is broken, if you ask me. So, uh, excited for that game. That'll be an easy win. I'm pretty sure that's like parents' weekend. For Arkansas, so they made sure to schedule Missouri State for that one. And then now we're going to get into the toss-up game, Texas A&M. I'm going to throw a toss-up coin on this. I think Texas a and is a little bit overhyped. Um, that's not me being mean, Texas A&M fans. I'm saying that because just because you have a good recruiting class does not mean your team is good. Um, that's not saying that Texas A&M is not good. They're a good team. I think the quarterback positions, there's a couple of question marks over it. But overall, Texas a and a good team. I just think they're a little overhyped right now because they had such a good recruiting class and Jimbo and Saban had all the drama this summer. It was the only thing that we could watch on our TV. So I think they got a little overhyped. We'll say toss-up game. We can even put an L for Arkansas right there. I'm not saying we're going to lose that, but I'm saying Arkansas L. Um, Alabama's going to be at Arkansas October 1st. I got some news for you. I think that one's going to be one heck of a game. Um, but... Beside the point, we'll put L beside Arkansas for that one. And then we'll have Mississippi State. I think that's a W for Arkansas. They're overhyping the air raid, especially when Arkansas has 
a I would say the deepest defensive back core they've ever had in the history of Arkansas Razorback football. I don't know where all these DBs came from. It's much needed. Arkansas has always had a weak point at the defensive back position. And with Jalen Catalan leading his boys in the backfield on, I think it's a no-brainer. Arkansas takes a W at Mississippi State. Stop over-hyping over the air raid and Mississippi State. We do it every year. Let's not continue to do that. Then, October 15th at BYU. Um, let's be honest. They're pretty crazy out there. Mormon team, loud fans, no alcohol. Really nice, but they're going to be loud. And I'm going to give BYU the W here and not give Arkansas it. And then open date, so we got no game that next week. And then Liberty win, LSU win. Ole Miss going to come into Arkansas. I think Arkansas returns the favor from last year, gets a W there. Lane Kiffin's great coach. I'm not saying anything against Ole Miss. I just think it's going to be a high-intensity game, and Arkansas steals that one. And then November 26th at Missouri, easy win. Missouri should be out of the SEC. If you want to cry about it, cry about it. They're not an SEC team. So how many wins does that put us at? Cincinnati, W. South Carolina, W. That's two. Missouri State, three. Texas A&M, nothing. Alabama, nothing. Mississippi State, win. BYU, nothing. Open date, nothing. <laughs> Auburn, five. Liberty, six. LSU, seven. Ole Miss, eight. We're over now. <laughs> and then Missouri, uh, nine. So let's say Arkansas loses one of those LSU, Ole Miss, Auburn, or Mississippi State games. Guess what we can do? Uh, if they lose one of those, they're still over seven and a half wins. So you got to give it to Arkansas. I think that seven and a half line is easy. Bet the over. Now, last little bet thing that I'm going to say right here. KJ Jefferson's odds are at 6,600 plus 6,600. You're saying, Jay, why are you saying Heisman? I'm just putting it down there. It's a weird Arkansas Razorback fan thing to do, but I think it's a great bet. I think it's the right position to take with him. And overall, you should jump on it. Just put a couple of dollars down on it. And and uh, I'm going to quote myself here, as I said to a guy that asked me the other day about how much money to put on anything. I'm not telling you how much to put on any of these games. Whatever you put down on it, that's on you. Do not get mad at me. I, I don't put a ton of money on it. I'm a college kid. It's not like I got a lot of money other than my FAFSA money over here, okay? So <laughs> let's not uh, let's not get mad at old Jay just for giving you a couple of lines that he likes. So, well, let's move on from that. We'll talk top 25 now. Let's get on to number one, Alabama. Great, okay. Number two, Ohio State. Oh, my gosh, it's 2012 again. Nothing's changed in the top two. Number three, the most disrespectful pick. I think it's ridiculous. I think Georgia should be respected still. Um, they're returning Stetson Bennett. And I'm please keep doubting Stetson Bennett. I love it. I love doubting that dude. He's an absolute dog, and he's that guy. He'll keep proving that he's that guy. He's returning. What a leader for doing that. So that's why I'm going to put – uh, say Georgia's just in a bad spot. I think number three is pretty disrespectful to a former national champion. And then moving on from that, we got Clemson. Um, that's fine. I don't think they're going to be the number four team by the end of the year, but Clemson being there is okay. It is what it is. I don't, I don't think they did anything to prove that they should be there other than recruiting classes. Number five, Notre Dame. That's fine. Pretty easy schedule. Um, you know, maybe they make the playoffs because they play nobody. Sorry about it if you're a Notre Dame fan, but that's how I feel about it. Number <laughs> And then number six is Texas A&M. I think they're a top-ten team. I don't think they should be that high. Once again, I don't think 
I don't think your recruiting class should really control where you're ranked, but it clearly does. Um, Those kids aren't playing yet. You know what I'm saying? They're not they're not in the game yet. It's not like they make that difference yet. And that's not to say if you're a freshman in college at a D1 program and then you got recruited in a really high recruiting class that you're not good. I'm not saying that. But that player's not on the field yet. So I think it's a little weird. Uh, Utah, that's fine. Michigan, fine. Harbaugh deserves to be at the number eight spot. Oklahoma, number nine. I don't think Venables has really proved himself yet. And back to the Clemson thing, Venables – being gone will prove bad for them, I think. And, I, you know, it's just a little bit of a weird place to put Oklahoma. Baylor at number 10 is a great spot, returning their QB. I think they had a pretty solid offense last year. I thought Baylor's football was pretty entertaining overall. I don't think they have that good of a strength of schedule, but other than that, I think 10 is a fine spot. Oregon at 11, I don't know. Nike must, like, pay a ton of money for Oregon to get put on the map. Hopefully Bo Nix does good up there. Oklahoma State at 12, sure. Uh... Number 13, NC State. That's who Clemson needs to worry about. Circle that one. Number 14, Southern California. I mean, I just don't even know what to say about that. That's just the dumbest thing ever. Recruiting classes, once again. Michigan State, 15. Fine. 16, being Miami. That's great. Pitt being 17. I think that's a good amount of respect for that team. Wisconsin being 18. Sure. We've got to throw in some of those Big Ten boys in there, right? Number 19 being Arkansas. I like it. Um, I like that. Just keep them there. That's a great spot. I don't want them higher. I don't want them lower. I think that's a solid spot. 20 being Kentucky, great spot. 21 being Ole Miss, great spot. Number 22, Wake Forest, sure, sure. I <laughs> don't really know how to feel about it. Number 23 being Cincinnati, that's that's a good spot for Cincinnati. Uh, it is a little disrespectful, but they also got ran over in the playoffs, so they have a lot to prove. Number 24 being Houston. Houston, watch out for SMU. I'm an SMU fan most days, so watch out, Houston. Uh, no, Houston has a ton of talent. Number 25 being BYU. So, pretty pretty good schedule. And if you could tell, a couple of those, uh, pretty much all those teams are on Arkansas' schedule um, this year, which is pretty ins- insane. So, that's the top 25. Let's talk a little bit about the games. I'm going to be honest. I'm extremely excited for the top 25 matchup between number 19, Arkansas, and number 23, Cincinnati. Why am I excited for that? Because I'll be at the game. Uh, I think that's going to be a great matchup. I think the two teams are both solid teams, and it'll prove to be a good game. Other than that, Georgia-Oregon will be fun. I think Georgia will stomp the living snot out of Oregon, and they'll drop to, like, 18 after that game. Uh, I think that, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Other than that, there's not a ton of huge games. I'm going to miss one. Oh, sorry. I'm the biggest idiot on earth. Obviously, Notre Dame, Ohio State. It's going to be electric. Uh, lowest ticket right now. I'm looking on ESPN. It says it's 294 bucks to get into that one. Could never be an SEC school. They would never charge that much to get into a game. But Notre Dame, Ohio State, that one's going to be a fun one in the night. So that's what we're looking. Those are the games I'm the most excited about. You know, uh, it's week one, so some teams are playing teams that aren't necessarily that crazy. Like uh, we look at like uh, who can I Texas A&M playing Sam Houston. Not really that big of a game, right? But I think it makes it fun. We also have a we do have a game that Friday with Michigan State Western Michigan. That'll be go. That'll be all good. Oh, and Thursday we also have games. I'm such a fool. We got Oklahoma State Central Michigan, West Virginia versus Pittsburgh, VMI. Who VMI? I don't know who VMI is, guys. VMI. I'm just gonna keep. Call- 
I don't know. I don't know who that is. Never heard of him in my life. He's gonna play Wake Wake Forest. So that's uh that's week one. I'm excited. We'll get more in depth in the games. I think it's gonna be a really good year of college football. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. You know, I would do a you know, we could do a little five star frenzy right now if you guys are up for it. So let's go through my little five-star frenzy that I have. I'm going to try to keep this one under 20 minutes because I love y'all, and I know you guys have a busy day. So I'll keep your ears at peace real quick and finish this thing up with the five-star frenzy. Brought to you by Five Star Beef Jerky. Go to Amazon, find Five Star Beef Jerky, enter promo code off the edge 15 for 15% off your purchase of Five Star Beef Jerky. Five Star Beef Jerky for the go. Let's get into it. Number one, I'm going to put on my list of the five-star frenzy. Uh, this one's going to be weird. I'm just going to rank teams and teams that I really like. Uh, number one on my list is going to be whew, Alabama. I think that you can't bet against Nick Saban. I'm going to give him the number one spot. I'm going to respect him. Number two, I'm going to give to Georgia. I respect him. Uh, I respect what they're doing over there at Georgia. They're scary. They're big. Number three, I'm going to go with um, – people are going to get mad at this. I don't know why – I'm vibing with them right now. Michigan. Harbaugh is doing something. I'm vibing with Big Blue. Uh, that's no disrespect to Ohio State. I'm just vibing with Big Blue right now, so I'm going to go Michigan. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with, going to be honest, I think AM. I'm going to put number four. And number five, I'm going to throw in a little Arkansas love right there because I'm a sucker for Arkansas athletics. So that's my top or my five-star frenzy. And that about does it for us. Kept it short and simple for you guys today. Hopefully you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. I'll be right back here Friday. You can listen to it anywhere you find the podcast. And with, I mean, that's it. With all that said, peace out, y'all. Love y'all. Have a blessed day and a blessed week. See you Friday. Peace.